Episode of the Bonnet Chronicles podcast. It's Reggie Youngblood. And I'm Tammy Roman. Woo woo! <laughs> it is the second week of the Bonnet Chronicles. The Bonnet Chronicles. The Bonnet Chronicles podcast. Podcast. <laughs> so, what's up, babe? Uh, you know, it's been. A really great week, Reg. Like, I I don't know how anybody else is feeling, but overall, right, it has been nice being in the house, not getting up, fighting traffic. <laughs> you know, uh, you know, when you have a meeting, you can, you know, be naked from the Straight neck on down. The yeah. <laughs> Straight on Zoom. <laughs> you might not have taken a shower, but you still look presentable. I boogles. Yeah, because I'm. I'm. Everybody knows from Bonnet Chronicles. I will have an Lip eye chap. booger or two. Yeah, of course. That's like <laughs> what? <laughs> of course, I have to have my chap lips. But it it has been good. You know, it's a being alive, right? Mm-hmm. In the state. Of what's happening in the world right now exactly. is such an amazing blessing. It's a blessing just to get up every day, Correct. you know, healthy, no problems, no symptoms, still able to make money, man. Correct. People take it for granted, but it's a blessing. Can't complain. So um, we're going to talk a little bit about I saw a story on um you know, one of the blogs I go to because, you know, I told you guys. Oh, shout out to Nikki Gilbert, Brownstone official for my 90s R&B hat. You know, uh, it's really cute. You guys can't see it because you're not on Patreon. But uh, if you want to get on Patreon and see the actual episodes, it's patreon.com backslash Bonnet Chronicles podcast. But anyway, so it's super cute. 90s R&B. Anyway, um... You know, the blogs I go to, The Neighborhood Talk To, It's On Site, Baller Alert, and Jasmine Brand are my faves. And I tend to look at them to see what's going on. So anyway, I was over on one of those. And they had a story about this couple who um, was diagnosed Mm -hmm. with COVID-19 and so, you know, when they diagnose you with this, you have to stay in the house. Stay in the house. They actually tell you to quarantine for like 14 days, mm-hmm. right? So, this Florida couple. Oh, man. <laughs> Florida couple, Florida man, Florida woman. You see that headline? You know it's going to be something crazy. It's, it's, it's crazy. So, what they did was they was so, supposed to be quarantined, quarantining, right? And they decided that, hey, I still need to go get my groceries. I've got to wash my car. Mm -hmm. I, the dog got to be walked. 
Okay. Okay. So they said, we're going to continue living life per usual. Even though we had a Rona. Even though we got the Rona. Okay. And they live in a house with other folks. Wow. Okay. So they asses was arrested. Okay. Okay. Because one of the neighbors, you know, there's always somebody watching, somebody watching, somebody with a phone, somebody filming, you know, and normally I want Karen to sit her ass down, but Karen, you done showed up and showed <laughs> out this time, girl. They needed to be put on blast because you have got to stay in the house. I know why people don't take this seriously you did and this was a couple that did not want to wear a mask mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so this is my take on it you done got diagnosed right and it's clearly data that shows in other countries that self-quarantining wearing masks yep. it flattens the curve it yep. lessens the numbers and me i'm all off that i'm data driven you know what i'm saying yeah. so i don't get what's the big argument about the mask and quarantine and people still think it's a hoax i, I don't i don't know i don't I, I don't i don't see the hoax i don't see it i don't know what they're talking about because i know people personally who you know my some of my closest friends have had family members pass yep. from covid19 one of my business partners on a project that i have uh, with uh, Mona Scott Young, she was in the hospital for two weeks. You know about mm-hmm. this. She was in the hospital for two weeks, really. And and when she came home, thank God she was blessed to come home. Right. But she said, Tammy, I didn't think I was going to live. I didn't think I was going to make it. And now, even though she's home, I don't like this curl. That's why I keep grabbing it. Y'all can't see this curl that's aggravating the, the entire hell out of me. <laughs> but she said even when she came home, she's still having problems with her lungs, her kidneys. This affects every yeah. part, yeah. every vital organ. But that's another thing about this virus, man. We don't know the long-term effects Correct. on our bodies. You know, people getting it. Then they don't have it anymore. Then they're getting it again. Mm -hmm. And then when they go home from the hospital, they still having complications. So clearly, it's a lot that we don't know about this virus. So I think it's best just to stay out the way, quarantine yourself if you have it, and wear your mask. Wear your mask when you're out amongst others. Because let me tell you you what I do know. This particular couple in Florida that was arrested, and uh, they asses needed to be arrested because if you're out washing your car, if you're out going to get groceries, and you are a person who said, I'm not wearing no Mm -hmm. mask. Okay, look at it this way. The other people who are out there saying they don't want to wear a mask, you cross paths with this Florida couple who actually has been diagnosed with the virus. Now you are more susceptible to catching the virus because you don't want to wear a mask either. All the other people Mm -hmm. who are wearing masks have a less chance, a lesser chance of contracting this virus. And this virus is real. And the people who don't want to wear masks Y'all really piss me off. Like, I'm really passionate about this because it's not just about you. It's not just about you. You got a health condition. Everybody got a damn health condition now. You got a health condition. It's my rights. It's this, that, it's it's the other. Okay. Okay, cool. (laughs) But don't, you don't have to be so selfish in your thought process where you subject everyone that you come in contact with 
with the possibility of getting this virus. And I, I just got heated. But, babe. What? Babe. People don't want to wear condoms. You think they want to wear a mask? This is true. <laughs> These motherfuckers, they don't even want to wear a rubber. They, they constrict. They feel constricted. You think, you think they going to strap up time. their face? You know, Hell no, they Please. Not. I, don't, I don't know. That's why I ain't left the house. Reg, no. A lot of y'all may not know. When March 18th, okay, yeah. when they said it was in Wuhan, before they even told us to stay in the house, I was in the damn house. I said, mm-hmm. uh-uh, because it's going to come over here. They, you know, people's travel, people, you know, across the globe, you know, getting on flights and stuff. This cr- I'm taking it For off. those of y'all I'm on the Patreon that can see this I'm video, <laughs> you see my haircut, right? I I'm haven't t- had a cut since February 22nd. Go ahead, take it out, babe. It's a reason. Where my bonnet at? It's a reason, man. I'm not going out here risking my life and my family family lives just for an appearance. You know, I'm going to let my hair go, my mustache wide. I look like I'm a half Mexican by the mustache, but it's cool because I'm all about safety, man. She done went to change her hair set up. Now she coming back with the bunch. She done pulled it off showing the penitentiary braids. I wish y'all could see this, but uh, just wear your mask, man. It's, it's, it's data that shows it. Statistical significant data that shows Wearing a mask flattens the curve. So these this Florida couple, you deserve to go to jail. Show you need do. to be fined. You Show know, do. let them sit in there by two weeks so Show they can do. quarantine that's the, that's in the, the county. That's the real quarantine time. <laughs> that's the real quarantine. I got to get up again, babe. Go ahead. But, um... <laughs> Yeah, we, we got to do better with this mad stuff, man, controlling this virus, because clearly we don't really know the ins and outs of it. We getting lied to. I can go on a rant about that, but this not the show for that. We hear that. It is the show for that. <laughs> nah. That's what we do. We rant Because me, here. I'm a conspiracy theorist. True. You know, I'm very conspiracy theorist, but I don't think it's a conspiracy because it looks like facts. You know, you have Bill Gates that was speaking on this years ago with the big simulation of the virus. Right. And now it's done hit. Mm-hmm. So, I mean... I've always wanted to ask if he did a full-on simulation and he... Uh, you guys can fact-check this, but if I'm not mistaken, he owns the rights to this virus, correct? Allegedly. Allegedly. Okay. So then my question may be invalid. But I had read somewhere that he owned the coronavirus. So if you own the virus, is and he did a simulation, simulation. And always talking about population control always. and vaccines and eugenics. You know, and eugenics is basically what the Nazis were doing, <laughs> killing people mm-hmm. at the end of the day. That's what it is. They want to control the population. They want to control the money. They want to control the people. So what's the best way to do that? Release a big virus people don't know about, mm-hmm. you know, and wipe out a mass amount of people. Don't tell them the truth. I don't know. It's just frustrating. So do you for me. do you think? Okay. So do you think he has a vaccine somewhere? Of course waiting? they have a vaccine, just like they have a vaccine for HIV. They have the cure for cancer. But guess what? They make too much money off the drugs, and for right now, everybody is scared. Right. They scared of the Rona, the uncertainty. Correct. And they're going to try to force these vaccines on us. People, please don't let them vaccinate you or your kids. Please. Because in my opinion, I feel like one vaccine going to be a placebo, okay? One going to actually probably cure the virus. And the other one just going to flat out kill people. 
go back in history, you will see it. All right, babe, go ahead. <laughs> well, I I don't know because I um. You know, they require certain vaccines. You know, when you're growing up, you have to get measles, mumps, rubella. Listen, my my good friend by the name of Spencer Atkins, right? Him and his wife, they have a three-year-old son named Ace. They never vaccinated him. And guess what? He's around kids. He's not getting sick. He's actually very healthy, very smart, big for his age, athletic. So I want to know what they done. Because mm-hmm. clearly they know something. Mm-hmm. His wife is like a very holistic person, knows a lot about the holistic way of life. Mm-hmm. And Lil' Ace don't have any vaccinations, and he's fine. Mm. So we need to figure that out. Yeah, because Nadine Buford was not holistic. <laughs> and she said the people had said you need the measles, mumps, rubella, and I mean, that's- the tetanus and all of such. So I've got every vaccination that was required, uh, you me know, too. you know, uh, back in the day. But, but it's more but going information. For, yeah, but now it's more information. So going forward, I don't know if I'm willing to put the virus in my body to yeah, see if I'm, it can I'm fight cool it. On that. You know, with all the other stuff and ailments I got going on, you know, for those of you who know, some of you may not. I'm a type two diabetic, you know, so I'm already immunocompromised. So I have to be very careful, you know. That's and why so. I don't let her leave the house. Mm-hmm. I go out for everything, man. You know, I try to stay out the way as well, but we gotta eat. You know, I yeah. gotta drop off orders at the post office. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? It's just shit gotta be done, but I'm wearing my mask at all times. All times. Comes back <laughs> in from outside, takes a shower, yeah. like, to keep us safe in the house. So, I, baby, I, mm, I love you for taking a chance, <laughs> but, you know, we do, we do, we do, gotta eat. So, he does that for us. The Bonnet Chronicles podcast. Back to the Florida folks. Um, you should be in jail. I was about to say, look at the Florida numbers. Mm-hmm. Like it's fucking Cause it's people crazy. Like it's this. people like this. Yeah. That, that's that's walking around saying, Texas, "Oh, I got it." Atlanta, mm-hmm. Georgia. Mm-hmm. Like I see pictures of people in clubs, like bottles. They smoking hookers, no masks. Didn't you see someone? Somebody was eating somebody. Man, babe, I seen a video of a pool party. I forgot who it was, but I think it was a rapper. They had a pool party, facing ass. Just wildin'. These people don't care, man. So I don't see how it's going to end. Honestly, I don't know when it's going to end or is it or is it ever going to go away because people don't care and they think it's a game. They think it's a game. It's not. It's not a game, people. I mean, in real, it, you, you won't understand it until you're affected or someone in your family's affected and people constantly, I'm not wearing a mask. We don't need to wear a mask. And then they dropping like flies. You see what happened to uh, McCain, right? Herman Cain. Herman Cain. I said mm-hmm. McCain, child. Mm-hmm. Herman Cain. He mm-hmm. didn't want to wear a mask all up at the rally. Now he gone. So take this seriously to put an end and a cap on these people here. Did You Florida couples... Uh, and anybody else out there that is refusing to wear a mask, please understand the seriousness of this disease. And if you are diagnosed with it, God forbid, 
it is imperative that you quarantine for the for your safety as well as the safety of others. And I don't know how to put it any other way. Please don't walk around being so selfish, okay? You don't care about yourself, okay? <laughs> but you got to care about your friends, your family members, your grandma, mm-hmm. your your nieces, mm-hmm. nephews, you know, cousins, you know, because because quite honestly, you may not care about any of us that's walking around. But what about the little babies in your family? You are subjecting them to this virus, and it is unconscionable. And this virus is real. It is real. So if I had a, a gavel, the docket is closed, as uh, Kaya would say. Uh, gag order. We done talked about the fucking order. Shout out to Kaya. You should be in jail. Okay? Absolutely. Um, moving on, because there's been a lot going on. Okay, y'all. It's time for We In who business we in? <laughs> oh, it's so much business. It's so much business to be in. Um, first, I want to talk about Jonathan Isaac. I don't know if you guys know this story, but he's the young man who plays in the NBA who decided that he was not going to take a knee. And not only was he not going to take a knee, but he was not going to wear a Black Lives Matter, any, you know, mm-hmm. attire or T-shirt or whatever, right. because he felt like taking a knee and wearing shirts really doesn't coincide with the Black Lives Matter movement. Okay. What you got to say about that since we in your business, Jonathan Isaac? Well, I'm going to say this. I feel like. I kind of feel what he's saying because explain it, it because explain it, 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 has, explain it. it has to be more action, you know. But taking that knee and wearing that shirt shows solidarity between those players, his brothers on that team that he go to war with. Right. So he out of line for that, in my opinion, you know. But even if he feel the way he feel, I feel like he still should have joined his teammates, kneeled and wore the black Black Lives Matter shirt because y'all are showing unity against mm-hmm. systematic racism that black folks and people of color have been fighting with for years. For years. So for you to go out there and basically stand with the other side, bro, that's flaw. And I feel like, you know, that you give it, now his jersey is the number one seller in the NBA. And guess who buying his jersey? You know, all them folks on Twitter, them white folks with the black shades and and all that, those who buying his jersey because they like, yeah, you know what? We got us a good old boy that's standing for us on our side. Look mm-hmm. at him. Mm-hmm. A good old boy. Mm-hmm. Like, that's, you got to look at the bigger picture, bro. I understand how you feel, your feelings, that you feel like it should be more. He feels like it should be more action. It should be like, more action, which like, it should, I and feel. He, and he feels like kneeling and wearing a shirt isn't really doing anything. It's just some surface level shit. Correct. But what I will, and, and, and. Even though people may not agree with his thought process, mm-hmm. I being one of them, mm-hmm. I feel like for the first time, people are seeing how systemic inequality is prevalent mm-hmm. in the United States of America. And I think that the Black Lives Matter movement really was a catalyst to expand, right? Mm-hmm. 
it, it has it's a catalyst that has expanded rather where other races of people and people of color are finally understanding and seeing that it's not just us. You guys are being affected as well. And so when we join in solidarity across the board, all people of color to say, hey, we have not been treated fairly. That is a big statement. And really kneeling is an action to show we are what? Aware. We are woke. We see you. We see each other. And things have got to change. Mm -hmm. So, you know, him not taking a knee to me was disrespectful to the people who are out here protesting, to the people of color who have suffered, to our ancestors who have fought to get us to this point. And now we're under new, you know, leadership and guidance and people being activist and fighting for the cause and that's not just black people fighting for the cause that's people across the board all walks of life white folks have joined the fight too to say yes this is not right how these people have been treated not and when they say people they're not talking about black people even though it's the black lives matter movement and we are at the forefront of that they're talking about all people of color, my my Latin X community, you know, um, let's keep my it real. Asians. A lot of them don't want to be considered black when they are Afro <coughs> Latino or Latin. Afro, you what's the what's the word I'm looking for? They they say Afro Latino. You talking you talking about that? Yeah, like. I seen like the people up in uh, New York. It's an area called Dykeman. It's a bunch of yeah, Dominicans. Dykeman. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of them, bro, y'all got a lot of black in y'all. So basically, yeah. y'all are black. But you know, they not riding with us. Okay. Well, to that I say this: being a New Yorker, native New Yorker, um, I, I, the people that I run with in the circles that I used to run in, mm-hmm. um. I did not experience that. I have seen the articles and everything where they're saying like, you I've know, seen the videos. My like, Dominicans the fuck up in Washington Heights aren't really supportive of the Black Lives Matter movement. I would have to see, like, I would have to be there and see that mm-hmm. because here again, my only, I can only go by my experiences mm-hmm. and my experiences it are my Puerto Ricans, my Dominicans, my Belizeans, my, you know, my Haitians, they, they all ride for the Black Lives Matter movement. And I think that the the one sect that may be opposing mm-hmm. the Black Lives Matter movement, because here again, I didn't see the video you're speaking of. OK, so I apologize for that. But they... Uh, maybe minute in numbers. And so the media is going to blow that up to make it, to cause dissension and make it seem like everyone is not supporting when really the black lives matter movement. I personally feel, even though it started with blacks, I feel like here again, it's for all people of color. It, 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 it is a fight for equality for all people of color that was just initiated and started for 
black Americans. Mm-hmm. Okay. But back to Isaac, you know, it, this goes back to like when Nat Turner was trying to lead the revolt. And then his boy going to tell the slave owner that it was happening. That it was it's happening. It's basically the same shit. Mm-hmm. You know, we've been doing this to each other for generations, man. Right. When are we going to finally stand with each other as one, as a unit, And they're actually as a letting us, le- they're, 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 you know, I, I hate to use the verbiage letting, but there was so much opposition when Colin was like, take a knee. He, yep. he started this. You know what I mean? And so finally people... You know, whether they listen, let's be clear, whether they believe in the movement or not, because I do feel like there are companies and corporations out there who are sitting back on, you know, we better uh, appease these black folks. So let's put some black people in positions. Let's uh, hire more black folks. And quite honestly, the NBA, you know, the good old boys club. That is the athletic world uh, could have said, you know, just just let them fucking kneel. You know what I'm saying? Not but not really believing in the movement. Of course. I don't know what it is. But what I will say is it's finally happening. And the statement that was made when all of those guys, black, white, Latinos, Latinx, I'm sorry, people, you know, kneeling together in solidarity. And then you got that one. I ain't going to call him that. But that one person standing up and then didn't even represent for the Black Lives Matter movement. It just it just was like, oh, dude, come on. You know, just you know, just join the just join the fight, join the movement. But I tell you, he didn't want to take a knee. So the ancestors took his knee because he went to play and broke his. uh (laughs) See, no, I don't agree. I don't agree with that. This this is man livelihood. This how he made. His bread. Karma's a bitch. I'm she not, ain't I'm, never been nice. But I'm just saying, I'm, I see people making comments about this, saying, "Now nah, he, he taking it." Never knee. been nice. That ain't that ain't what's up, man. I wish I wish Isaac a speedy recovery, bro. Hope you can get back out there on the court. But I don't agree with what you did, man. That's that's basically my view on it. I feel like you should still with your teammates, should still with your people, but instead you chose the other now side. Now you're not standing. You know, you're just laying up. Waiting to recover. But listen, we gonna uh, Jonathan Isaacs. Yes, Reggie wishes you a speedy recovery and uh maybe next time you take a knee. Get well, man. Get well soon. But stand with your people at all times. Always stand with your people, man. Woo woo! Moving on. Uh <laughs> Takashi 69. We in your business. Uh, Takashi has finally gotten off house arrest. Okay. Okay. So I know the people that love him are extremely excited because, you know, Instagram, it be so live when he's out and talking and filming. You know, he's one of those people that really can suck you into his world. Hater than not, he's a megastar. He is a megastar whether you like him. You're right, babe. Whether you <laughs> like him or not, he yeah. is a megastar. He is off of house arrest. And let me tell you something. When they let his ass out the house, that's exactly what he did. He said, fuck COVID. I'm getting out in these streets. Okay, so he done went. He is out everywhere. Mm-hmm. Everywhere Takashi can go, he is going. But 
he got a full security force with him. As he should. He best to. Well, there's a video where he's like, everybody asking me why I have security. Why? uh, The same reason why your favorite rapper got shot in his face. So people were offended by that. They feel like you're talking about nip or something. Like, either either nip smoke, or, pop, pop, or smoke. pop smoke. You know, people got offended by that. And that's the thing with Takashi 69 uh-huh. is he knows how to push people's buttons. He has no filter. But I, I feel like that particular statement, mm-hmm. it's not going to make people that love him, love him any less. But I feel like it was a dis, a disrespectful comment that he really didn't give us any clarity on. Like, right. who are you talking about? Like, name names. If you ain't gonna, if you ain't gonna put an at, you know, with some information behind it, then you know, like you leave us open to interpretation Mm -hmm. and people are taking it like you are disrespecting Nipsey Hussle. And if you're doing that, Takashi, I'm going to have to, Takashi, I'm going to have to stop fucking with you. Not that I fuck with you anyway, but I'm saying I do be looking at his videos and stuff like that because he's just funny to me. But I'm going to have to cut, stop stop down on all that if that's who you were talking about. If you were talking about Pop Smoke, I'm going to have to stop down on all of that because, listen, this brother's house was broken into. Who? Pop Smoke. Oh, Pop Smoke. You know, and shot uh, during a burglary. Mm -hmm. That's a violent crime. You know, like that's not funny. You know, you don't make fun of that. And so uh, we want clarity, Takashi. We in your business and we need clarity on who you was talking about and why you said that. You know, the, the best thing for you to do going forward, in my opinion, is keep your shit and your comments to yourself. You know what I'm saying? When you go to talk about something, talk about yourself. Keep it to yourself. You don't have to involve other people in your shit. You know what I'm saying? You outside, you got security. Say, yeah, I'm scared as fuck. Okay. Okay. Uh, somebody might walk up and shoot the shit out of me. So I got to have some people around me to make sure that that don't happen. Not that that won't happen. Cause you know, if somebody want to shoot your ass, they, they going to, they going to figure out a way. Yeah. They, they, they going to figure, they going to figure out a way, but I'm just saying, keep it to you. It's okay to be scared, baby. We, we know you scared. Now, now all of a sudden you ain't about that life. He said in the video, cause I'm not really about that life. So now you, we knew that to begin with, you know, that you was faking the funk, but it's like, Step into your truth, but keep it your truth. Don't include other folks. What you think? Yeah, Am I right? Yeah, you right, and I agree, man. Like, when some street shit happened like that, people have lost their lives, people have lost family members. You don't make a mockery of that. Correct. You know what I'm saying? You just let it go. All you had to say, like, yeah, I got security, man, because these streets playing for keeps. You could have said that, and people would have understood, because we know you scared, bro. We know you a whole rat. And all that shit. So you got to ride like that, and we not a, we not mad at that. But don't disrespect people that's done lost their lives, man. And people gonna take it how they gonna take it. Now when somebody pull up on you and try to smoke you and your security, what's gonna happen? Mm-hmm. Because there's some people out there that will do that, mm-hmm. and people that really don't fuck with that man. Mm-hmm. These people on the internet are weirdos. They will risk their freedom just to prove a point to kill you. True. You know, so that security shit, that don't really mean nothing in my mind. Because people, if they want to get you, 
they gonna get you. They gonna get you. But so just keep it to you. Just keep it. You know, just to put a cap on. I don't Tekashi's. fuck with. I don't fuck with Takashi. I never liked his music. First of all, and then just portraying that gang life and all that shit. First of that all, fake, that you fake. you portraying this fake persona on kids that's buying your music. You know, fucking up their minds. Now they want a game banging really soft and ain't about that life. Right. Shouldn't be go to school. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And then once you get jammed up, true enough, they were trying to kill him. You know, they were trying to take his money and all that shit. Mm-hmm. But when you do street shit, it's consequences that come with that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I always tell my, my partners that like, it's, when you ain't doing street shit, it's street consequences. You're going to go to jail, you're going to get smoked. That's just that's just the end of the discussion. So when those things happen, don't go telling on the whole crew, ruin a whole nother family and whatnot. Take your bump and 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 do your time. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I just I just don't rock. So you don't with, rock I don't with rock him. with Takashi, man. I don't like how he move at all, at all. Well, there's that. Reggie said he don't rock with you, Takashi. So you know what we about to do? We about to get the fuck up out your business. The Bonnie Chronicles podcast. <laughs> Moving on uh, to something happened. Um, I don't know if you guys watch Marriage Boot Camp, okay, uh, which comes on WeTV. But they, they, Reggie and I were on it many years back. Um, and, you know, we were there with John and Elizabeth, and it was an amazing, amazing ex- time. Learned a lot. Yeah. Man. Grew a lot. You know what I'm saying? And I know what you're finna speak on. We 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 talking about Vado and Tahiri, right? Yep. And we saw the clip where ta- where Vado put his hands on Tahiri, like straight chokehold. You know what I'm saying? And that's that's not what's up, bro. I don't care how mad a female make you, you do not put your hands on a woman by no means. Mm-hmm. Because one punch can kill a woman. True. You know, Vado look like he ain't no small dude. Right. And he straight up choked her. And then the men in the room just sat there mm-hmm. in shock like some hoes. Bro, if I'm there and I see another, like if that was us, mm-hmm. and one of them dudes went to put their hand on their woman, I don't know how that would have triggered me. I would have fucking just went crazy probably. Right. I don't like that. Right. So that's... Just for them to let that ride, the men in there are crazy, are straight hoes, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. So, well, let me let me just say this, okay? Let me just say this, because Reggie would have. I yeah, think you left would, off at. Yeah, I would have went crazy, man. Like if I if I was on that show at that point, Vado stood up, put his hands on that woman. Me and him would have been squabbling, and that's just that's just on. What it is because I don't I don't accept that I don't agree with it I didn't have females punch me in my face straight in my shit and I just took it I'm six five two fifty man if I put my hands on one I'm gonna hurt her yes and I and it's weak to me it's just it's just weak and the men in that house is weak because they sat there and allowed it. They allowed it. Listen, let me tell you something. Reggie ain't telling y'all no lies either because when we first started in our relationship, everybody knows that I was dealing with a lot of anger issues. And, you know, I had to go to to therapy and counseling. And Pastor John Gray was very um, instrumental in helping me get to the core of some things that were, you know, affecting my interpersonal relationships and dynamics. And um, so we, me and Reggie got into an argument one time. 
Okay. And I ain't no weak bitch. That's what that's what that's what people don't know. When I, when I punch, my punch is strong. It's good and strong. Like, you know, I there there are some men that I could potentially beat up. Reggie ain't one of them, but that's how strong I am. Okay? So we got into an argument one time and I I punched him straight in his motherfucking face, okay? I ain't going to lie, and it was so hard that he stumbled back a little bit. But he looked at me <laughs> I don't remember the stumble but go you, ahead you stum- you stumbled I, back I, a little I, I, bit I remember just standing there taking like what the fuck it was a I little it was a, it I don't was a, remember no it, stumble I, <laughs> stumble I didn't I didn't mean like stumble like oh, oh shit no, like not like that but just like it probably like, you know knocked you off yeah knocked you off you know taking it back off balance don't be a little acting bit. like you just you know I'm taking like back like you throwing heaters no I throw heaters for a bitch <laughs> Now, nah, you strong for sure. Now, now for a bitch, if I hit a bitch, nah, you would knock him out. Okay, that's what I'm saying. Now, men, men is different. But anyway, what I'm saying is, even within that moment, this is when I knew that he was the type of guy I wanted to be with. Because I've been in relationships where motherfucker hit me first or hit me back, and so he did not. He looked at me. He said, I'm going to leave. Um, I'm never going to talk to you again, but, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm going to get on up out of here because um, this is not the type of relationship that I want to be a part of. Okay. So that's when I knew that I loved him. And you have to be, now listen, Lena May and Dottie. And uh, Big Reggie raised this man that I got right here. So (laughs) he come from good stock that, you know, uh, he respects women, you know. Absolutely. And so um, he just, but not every person comes from that type of environment. And so... Um, Even if you don't come from that environment. But some people don't have the fortitude to just say, you know what, I'm not going to do this. There's no excuse for that shit. But that's why I feel like, and I stand strongly on this, you know, here, like, how I hit him. He he didn't hit me. He didn't deserve to be hit. My hands should be kept to myself, should have been kept to myself. Now, had he hit me back... Then now I'm crying domestic violence, right? To hear it through two apples at him. So, so see, this is where I'm going with this. Mm-hmm. Women have got to understand, and I am in no way, because Lord Jesus, Father God, don't think that I am uh, uh, condoning domestic violence, because I do not. I am a survivor of DV, Okay. But I also feel that people need to take accountability in those situations. If you are a female that puts your hands on a man first, you cannot count on the fact that he has been raised to not hit your ass back. And if he does hit you back, God forbid, to me, I feel like that's a fight. You you just fighting at that point. That doesn't really, and please, I'm sorry because I don't want this taken the wrong way. That does not constitute a domestic violence situation 
to me. If you are the instigator, aggressor, initiator of physical contact as a female in a relationship and you run up on somebody who ain't been taught or who doesn't live by the thought process that men should not hit women and they hit your ass back, you've got to take accountability for the fight that you are in and you just got the short end of the stick. Now, true domestic violence survivors, I understand who you are. I understand what you represent. I understand the, the, um, the destructive environment that you are in. And I send prayers up for you. I'm talking about if you initiate some shit, you going to get what you get. And that's unfortunate. But you have to take accountability in it. And they said behind the scenes to hear he threw some apples at him and hit him in his face. And he jumped up like, don't throw that. Don't be throwing no shit in my face. So clearly he's not somebody that was taught. He didn't just jump up. He put hands on throat. Like strangled. Okay, so <laughs> you saw a different clip than me because what I he saw wasn't was wasn't over her with his hands on her throat. No, he grabbed her. For the clip that I saw, he like if she had on a jacket, like he grabbed. Y'all can't see what I'm doing because uh, only my Patreon people. But like he grabbed her shirt. Like don't put your hands on me like that. It wasn't like the clip that uh, I saw it wasn't around I her he neck. Put his hands but on see, this is what happens. I want to say something else too. This is what happens when you are in a fake relationship. See, people go on marriage boot camp because I ain't going to lie to you. They issue a nice little coins. Okay. So they, they fabricate these relationships to get on the show, to get these little coins. So Tahiri may not, I'm just saying this is my thought process on it. I'm not saying this is law and that this is how it actually is, but she may not be his real woman. Okay. So he don't have that type of thought of like protection and love. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't put my hands on my, on my baby. You know, you just a chick that he know here again, he shouldn't be putting his hands on no female period, but he might not have the, you know, the wherewithal and the, the underlying empathy that he would have had had it been his real woman y'all got to stop faking these relationships Phaedra and the other one that's on there too fake ass relationship you know trying to get a coin fake I said it I said and I love Phaedra I really likes me some Phaedra but that's a fake relationship sis and uh I'm just gonna go on tell truth to shame the devil uh, you got anything else you want to say about Vado or Tahiri? Man, just, I don't agree with putting your hands on a woman in any capacity. Whether you know her, y'all ain't that cool, or whether you're faking a relationship, whatever, man. The shit, not cool. That's not what's up, man. You do not get aggressive with a female you at the end of the day. You definitely and the men that was in the room that just sat there and allowed the man to stand up. They worse than him. That Yeah, y'all worse than him because y'all allowed it. Enablers and weak, probably scared. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So that's my take on it. A house full of hoes. Oh, there it is. We out your business to hear and Vado, but we're going to close this thing out. We've had a great time talking to y'all today. I do want to do some shout outs real quickly. Uh, shout out to Mimi and Ty. They've gotten engaged. Uh, love is love. Congrats. Love y'all. Um, y'all been together a long time, so I was excited to see that engagement. 
Um, Peter Thomas, I just got word, a text. Peter Thomas has been diagnosed with COVID-19. See Dang. what I'm saying? And I've, I've known Peter since Freaknik days. So I've known him a very long time. You was at Freaknik? I was at Freaknik. What that mean? I've, I like to see the sights. I people watches. Mm. <laughs> you was at Freaknik. You was fucking. I was not. Shit. I was not. Man, I was Reg. Reg. You go to Freaknik. No, Reg. No, like Reggie. Houston, you go to the Capitol Beach party. You fucking. No, That's Reggie. What it was. No. Well, you're not gonna put that label on me because I was not fucking at Freaknik, but I was down there involved in the entanglements of the the moments. Entanglements, huh? You know, like what's going? Watching everybody. I heard of watching <laughs> everybody. Entanglements. You know what? No, watching everybody and seeing she what was, was going on. Entanglements in the I was not fucking at Freak Nick. Don't let him put that in your head. Get the fuck out of here. Anyway, Peter Thomas, uh, sending prayers up for you and um, your entire family that, uh, you know, uh, that that you all stay healthy. Um, so I feel like that's it. Azalea Banks, I, we didn't talk about this real quickly. Azalea Banks, we're going to get in your business for two seconds because that's all it warrants. You don't cut your hair off. Everybody's liberating themselves. These women cutting their hairs off, hair off, going bald. We saw uh, Tiffany Haddish do it. Tiffany Haddish has the right head for that type of endeavor. Azalea don't look bad with it, but it just she got a little funny head shape, but it don't look bad on her. It doesn't look bad. So. Yeah. And that's why um, I wouldn't do it because I have a head shape similar to Azalea's, and to me, it would look bad as fuck. So, but Reg said, you don't look bad. You look good with it. Girl, go on. Liberate yourself. Feel free. Do your thing. We support you 110%. We about to get up out of here. I'm Tammy Roman. Reggie Youngblood. And listen, this has been the Bonnie Chronicles. Yes. The Bonnie Chronicles Podcast. Star Bands Audio, a podcast. <clears throat> a podcast network.